0: Welcome to Zephyr Yoga Inspiration. I offer these podcasts for free and your support really does make a difference and is appreciated. To make a donation, please click the link in the episode description or visit ZephyrYoga.com. Good morning, yogis. Good morning. So... As you know last week we worked with the seven stages of yoga according to Patanjali that the light of your intelligence called prajna and that innate wisdom we call buddhi needs to go through seven stages to guide us towards the experience of the state of yoga that liberation and that said enlightened state so We're going over the next few weeks through these seven stages and actually focusing our attention and really diving deep in understanding what this may mean to us so the first step Is actually to help initiate and invite change to change the way we are in the present moment to be more conscious in the present moment rather than unconscious which most of the time we live in either lost in thought reflecting to the past projecting into the future and just trying to get our stuff that we need to do done but it's you know our life doesn't really account for kind of time to just be and we invest in a lot of doing 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 so that human doing um, and trying to kind of find our worth in that and then actually coming to practice and learning how to be more and finding more worth in that so as we sit on our on our mat and practice we let go of the day that we we've had so far and let go of the the rest of the day we're going to have and we gift ourselves this time to rest in that being that wakefulness of being so this first step to working this uh, yoga practice is the first one is self awareness. Now, self awareness helps dissolve our mental and emotional affliction called avidya. This is one of the kleshas. And we recognize to regain our serenity, we have to learn to unveil. Our vision of being so short-sighted and or blinded by this misapprehension of our reality and pause and step back and expand our viewpoint our perspective and actually start to notice what's really kind of going on for us so we use our practice as an opportunity to honestly self-reflect and kind of notice this distorted negative illusion that we keep on recycling over and over again and we open up to more positive truths. So this self-honesty opens us to being more humble, compassionate, as well as regaining our serenity and we learn how to develop a more trusting relationship with ourselves. So as we open to our heart we start to recognize in yoga they call it chitta and it's said to be the heart mind they don't actually separate them and it's kind of like the chicken and egg did you think that thought and then you felt it or did you feel it and then you thought it so they don't um, differentiate that they're the same thing and the goal according to the yoga sutras to practice is chitta vritti narodaha. Chitta, heart-mind, vritti, the roaming tendencies of the mind, and narodaha, profound stillness. So what we're trying to do is create um, a profound stillness for the heart-mind to rest as the self in the self. And in that complete absorption, hopefully transcending um, our kind of stuff, and transforming into awakening to what it has always been that Satchitananda, who and what you are, um, that joyous experience of consciousness embodied as you. So, f- the first step first, we need to become aware of our tendencies, our issues, our disturbances, our habits um, of getting lost. Um, escaping you know exiting this moment noticing what pulls us out of being present and as we are educated by our heart mind by recognizing maybe what pain and or suffering is present due to being a human uh, we open our mind and actually see our biases our judgments our insanity our habitual patterns and just our stuff that is kind of percolating up to the surface when we practice so Sutra 227 the seven stages of yoga the first step it to liberation is to heighten our awareness to the human condition and this human condition has four signs of symptoms of suffering and this is in Sutra 131 the first sign that there might be some pain there might be some dis-ease is um, negative thinking and so watching as you're practicing thoughts coming up and you're like wow there's like such a harsh, judgmental persecutor kind of going, You're rubbish, you're not worthy, you're not deserving, how dare you? And this just constant negative self talk. The second thing to notice is emotional distress starting to see um you know and name the emotions that are arising up and whether they're influenced by the thought and or the the emotion influences the thought we start to see how they correlate the third is noticing the instability in your body noticing specifically in certain areas you might have like short um, prickly somewhere or you feel really weak in some point there's this physical psycho-emotional holding pattern we call granthis, um, that actually grip physically and then works with the whole subtle body in the chakra system and reasons why we have certain either lack of stability or too much holding patterns which creates that tension and stress and there's always information locked so as we practice we start to unravel these knots and all of a sudden we become aware of maybe where we feel unstable in the body and why the last is disturbances in the breath that mirror the disturbances in the mind so you'll notice that you're either holding your inhale and your mind is holding trying to control something or have an anxiety fear response because you don't want to let go or you're trying to kind of force a solution Or you're resting on the exhale and there's this disassociation. This kind of almost like avoidance of just like, no, I don't want to be here. And or there's a fear of kind of deeply breathing. Um, in or out receiving or letting go or there's speed bumps in the breath in the middle so you just start noticing the breath you open up to kind of like wow I wonder what is going on so once we take a notice of these symptoms of stuff kind of going on in our practice we use it as a tool to go deeper into ourselves to create this more intimate relationship and trust that we're going to make better decisions aligned to what matters to us most what we're valuing what's important what our heart longs for and what our purpose is so remembering to create an asana which means a posture or a seat what takes a seat is the mind takes a seat in the body we just need stira, which is steadiness an integrity a stillness a, a strength and sukham an ease and a comfort in which we sit into that asana then once we sit in that asana and we're we're practicing the first thing that you should focus on is breath awareness sutra one thirty four. Second is sensation 135 third is light 136 and so as we practice watching the breath opening to sensation and seeing and feeling light you'll notice these thoughts come up the emotions come up this um, instability in the body the disturbances in the breath and it's not necessarily to um, Uh, kind of like create more conversation or commentary on it it's more about recognizing and starting to clear the veil that ignorance that avidya from your eyes and starting to see wow this is what's kind of going on so we all have different stories that we're dealing with in our lives we're all dealing with different stuff yet we all understand that shared feeling of anger of sadness, of lust, of passion, of grief, of self righteousness, of hurt, of stress, of worry, and you know, m- most all other feelings. You know, we as yogis recognize these feelings and we actually turn them around, and it's called Pratipaksha Bhavana turn it around and actually see it as a teacher rather than kind of going, oh. I don't want to deal with this. You push it away or you kind of go, see, this is punishment for who I am and what you know is that kind of attachment to the pain. So or or reducing yourself, this is who I am, that Ishmita, that egotism, or fearing actually feeling it those pains we as yogis actually welcome them in and facing our other kleshas, which we will go through in the next following weeks but as we welcome it in we see it that pain and suffering through the emotions that are surfacing that causes those negative thoughts and instability and disturbances in the breath that this is poison But we as yogis are strong enough to use this poison as medicine. And it's the idea of not wallowing in it as you practice, but taste it. And the analogy is there's 10,000 bowls of sugar and you lick a finger and you put your finger in one bowl and you taste that sugar from that bowl you have tasted all the bowls of sugar you don't need to taste anymore and it's likened to when you really taste your anger you taste the anger of all sentient beings when you really taste sadness you taste the sadness of all sentient beings you open to that universal feeling and that we all share these emotions and this is what connects us to being these sentient beings and we can relate and deepen our kind of compassion, empathy and understanding. And this understanding is key to practicing yoga, which becomes the next step. But we need to cultivate this awareness to self-reflect on our own experience. So on our own experience, we recognize that we're not alone and our feelings are not unique. So you can handle it. If I can do it, you can do it. And so as we hold on to certain resentments, pain, hurt, we notice that it creates this cycle of suffering. And so we go into the feeling and this is an invitation to change how you relate to the feeling of loneliness, of sadness, of anger, of disappointment, of embarrassment. And you recognize, you see the feeling of the me that is triggered. And who is truly being triggered what is being triggered who is wounded what is wounded what would heal it what would dissolve the ignorance around what is holding you in this constant grip of feeling less than and or more than or um, lacking of you know there's that that sense that we use our practice to open give ourselves the permission to breathe into what is what is here right now, look at it, see it, experience, reframe it, and then open to that potential of healing. As you use your practice that creates that heat for positive change that, that transforms whatever is arising, you offer this thought, this feeling, this stress, this tension to your practice and you start to grow. As you open to awareness and you start to use your practice to let go of the story connect to the rawness of your being and instead of going out and trying to fix yourself by consuming more or doing more we go in and we breathe in self awareness and as we breathe out I'm gonna ask you to breathe out tenderness and it's almost like a Tonglen practice for yourself it's a traditional Buddhist practice where we breathe in suffering and we breathe out tenderness we breathe in suffering we breathe out compassion we breathe in suffering we breathe out love we breathe in suffering we breathe out healing and it sounds very very provocative like why would I want to welcome in horribleness but actually it's something that happens something deep inside the psyche When we connect to our capacity to to, um, know who and what we truly are, which is boundless, timeless, endless resource of this vast loving consciousness that can hold all suffering, the nature of who you are can handle this as just our very humanity that gets stuck in thinking that we are limited so as we link to our humanity and invite this change we cultivate when we're practicing four things sutra 134 when we're practicing it's a practice because there's a part of you that will go I don't want to do this I can't do this I'm resisting it or this is the reason why I'm broken and I can never heal and all this kind of narrative and commentary that will surface we're meant to be cultivating non-judgmental awareness. Drop the judgment and criticism of ourselves and others. Become your own friends. so friendliness. Hold space for yourself. The third is joy. Bring more joy into your practice. Smile, and I'm gonna have you do that as a mudra. And then compassion. Learn to love yourself. Learn to love your shadow side, your your you know, negative side, that side of you that you don't want to accept. Um, learn to love that messiness and that, that feeling of that you're broken or um, the unacceptable side, I guess. So what we're trying to do with whatever arises, learn to meet our pain and suffering with these intentions that one day that you will be able to see the truth within whatever is arising that is causing you pain and suffering and as you see your own humanity we connect to that wakefulness to help cross (laughs) that chasm of our humanity and meet it with more tenderness meet it with loving kindness that may one day we'll meet it with indifference and just go oh negative thinking arising interesting not bothered oh emotional distress interesting not bothered and all of a sudden you're just like oh it's just passing weather and it will change so until we can respond to what triggers us in a more loving kind way we will practice facing our reaction wakefully and go, wow, that's a strong reaction. Okay, what was I meant to be doing? Breathe in self awareness, breathe out tenderness. So I hope this will serve you in your practice, um, because this technique is a really good way of self regulating off our mat when we are dealing with strong thoughts and emotions in our life. So we're going to be doing br- Brahmari Pranayama in class, in practice. It's like the bumblebee breath. Your mouth is closed. You're going mmm chanting om with your mouth closed and what this does is it, it's this vibration that kind of rattles our nervous system and our consciousness and loosens our attachment to kind of like holding on to whatever is kind of going on to us and we kind of loosen and unravel and we're kind of vibrating and stimulated, and we go oh oh that's the necessary buffer space i need to get away from what is to step back expand my vision to actually take in all and connect actually what matters to me most my basic goodness there is a basic goodness in me my desire my deepest heart desire to be happy fulfilled content and to feel liberated from what is causing me pain and suffering and so there is that connection to then kind of going oh that's just thought that's just emotion that's not who I am but it's just what I'm feeling and when we lengthen the exhale um, by chanting what happens is it creates that heat for positive change so giving us time to kind of cook (laughs) but then Bramari is quite soothing for the nervous system and mind so with the soothing of the nervous system changing the quality of your energy and soothing for the mind changing your quality of consciousness So this is a profound um, practice, a technique to actually self-regulate when your mind and body react and get triggered in life. So with that being said, we're going to practice in the beginning, Brahmari, but I'm going to ask you to bring your hands into prayer. And as we start our practice off, allow awareness to descend in and around your body. And know that there is a resource. We're doing it together. We're not alone in this experience. But what I want us to do is to bring to mind and heart today what is causing you pain and suffering, whether it's minor or major. You welcome it into your practice to learn more about discovering about yourself and starting to become aware, awake of your biases, your judgments, the insanity, that we recycle over and over again those habitual patterns in relating to your stuff. So as we welcome whatever is causing us stress, notice the thoughts around it, the emotions around it, name it. Notice what it feels like in your body, where you feel it, and notice what's happening to the breath, not wanting to breathe in, not wanting to breathe out. And just notice, this insight becomes the first step to freeing you, an invitation to change how you normally react, and to be more present with this loving awareness, welcoming all, rejecting none, and seeing everything as a teacher. So as we hand our will and our life over to the care of our practice, allowing this prana to guide us, we'll lower our hands and we're going to inhale bow our chin from the crown of the head to the pelvic floor reach your arms up feel how the body lifts but prana your breath descends down into the body and as you exhale your arms will lower your chin will lift notice how the body descends on the exhale but the energy ascends breath ascends if you would like to continue to practice Find out more information about the topics discussed or to donate to this podcast, please visit zephyryoga.com or follow the link in the episode description. I thank you.